As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, everybody. I've had an absolute blast recording your championship intros on audio and also on video. And for those of you that didn't know, the videos can be done special exactly the way you like them because these are green screens and we can do them with a scene behind me. Do you want a fighting scene? Do you want a beach scene? Do you want a race car scene? Any scene you want, we can give it to you. It's your theme and my pleasure. Just write our offices and we will answer you with the exact fee involved and how it'll get done. So here we are, and now it's time, and it's your choice. Cheers! From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry, we'll voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. Politics, film, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll. It's No Holds Barred Radio, folks. And we're here with a very, very cool show today. A very, very cool couple of guests. And we'll get into that right away after I say hi to my producer, my co-host, TJ DeSantis. How are you? I'm good, Bruce. It's actually kind of fitting. Uh, I hate to say this. I'm, I'm dating myself. But 20 years ago today, I went to prom. And I think we have the prom king and queen of MMA on the It's Time show. We do. <laughs> and with you, with you saying that, I love it because they are the prom king and queen. They are the power couple of MMA in the UFC. You definitely want to say hi to them and not screw with them because uh, you'll have trouble. They are one of the happiest, most handsome couples I've ever seen. And it's such a pleasure to know them and call them my friends. Let's bring on the Warriors, the Warrior couple, Brian Ortega and Tracy Cortez. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Look at you, too. Look at that. Those that train together, fight together, stay together, I guess, huh? Yeah. Yep. That's so out in the, in the, in the training. <laughs> Not just kidding. <laughs> First off and foremost, I'm sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to go somewhere, but never mind. You'd say whatever you want. It's See, no he thought about it. Radio. He thought better of it. You know, I, I was going to say, you know, typically when you get an argument, uh, you know, you want to be like, oh, you know, I just, I can do that in the gym, though. I can really get you know, sneak one in in there. Yeah, you that's know, called save it for the sparring where it's legal. <laughs> and uh keep it away keep it out of the house that's for sure boy that's i didn't even think about that tj think about that they have an argument they talk it out it doesn't get talked out properly they can go to the gym and get it out right i know? mean fr frustrations uh from a fighter too you know that's something that i think they 100 uh understand from one another when you're going through a training camp you might not be the most pleasant person well you know when, you, when your partner's done the same thing, it's a lot easier to sort of uh, understand and uh, probably stronger couple because of it. Absolutely. I mean, you get the fight at one place, you go to the gym, you work it out, then you go back home to somewhere else to work it out. So just, you guys got a great life together. I like it. <laughs> All you know, right. One, one thing real, real quick, and I saw this going back to Tracy's fight on Saturday night, uh, Brian in the corner, 
just so happy going f yeah f yeah and like that's yeah. something that i you know really appreciate because we all talk about how visceral and, and at times violent the sport can be but the people that are in the corner are incredibly passionate and i i've heard for uh from a lot of fighters that it's a lot harder for them to actually be in the corner uh, of someone that they train with and care about uh than fight themselves and i i think for you brian in the corner uh, of tracy you're probably feeling those uh nerves and pressure just as much if you were in the octagon yourself yeah it was uh first time i've ever been put in this situation where it's like I've cornered friends and I've been nervous and I've been able to to kind of like hit the switch and say hey no we got to like stay sharp stay ready and make sure you're like the best you're the best person to help guide them in, in their in the night tonight and that that gets a little pressure and then it's like well now I have to do that to the girl that I love and it's like holy shit like I have to separate emotion and professionalism and stay sharp. And, and, and I think we, uh, like we talked about this, I said, Hey, you know, like, what do you want from me? How can I do this? What do you not want from me? Um, just let me know what to do because I, like, I don't want to get emotional and I don't think I will, but like, I need just, you know, we talk a lot actually about what it is that she wants me to do that what she needs me to do as a corner because uh it was it was last minute i asked them the week of the fight i think it was like media day wow i asked them wow. media i needed one more corner right and i was like man who is it gonna be and i've been contemplating if i should ask him or not one and i, I said this in my interviews is because i didn't want people to think i wasn't taking it serious right two I, I know emotionally how hard that could be, you know, to separate the two. Yep. And I, I asked him, like, can you do it? Are you able to? If it's too much, you don't have to. Um, but he was in my camp for the most part, the entire camp. And he helped me at, almost in every session. Every so when, session. You, when you guys are together in the camp, and I know with your trainer, Santino DeFranco, you're in your training, <clears throat> and you're in camp uh, with Tracy Bryan, so knowing the the value of the close relationship between trainer and fighter, as you know better than anybody, of course, mm -hmm. you obviously know where to step in and step out, or do you stay out completely and let Tracy come to you for what she wants to talk to you about, or do you watch her train and do you ever go in and offer stuff or just respect the fact that that is Santino's area right there? No, yeah, for sure. I think uh, in the beginning it was – I, I – Literally, I would. I came here and I said, "Hey, like I will be whatever you need me to be, and I'm just here to support you in any way that I can. I'll go from little help to the most help, anything that I can offer. Just know for the next month, you have that. I go whether it's anything I can help you with. And in my culture, like as a man, it's like men don't do that, right? Right. So it, it was. It was. Uh, uh, honestly, it was a dope experience. You know, like. It was it was fucking cool to, to support and see it firsthand. And in the gym, I would say little things, but I wouldn't I wouldn't overstep my boundary, you know, because there is respect. That is her team. They have known her before I've even known her. They know they, they know 17 years old and they've seen everything she's been through. And I could only look at it from their eyes and go like, you know what? I'm, who's this new guy? 
and she's in love with and everything but like you know we we don't know too much about you yet you know and uh so to me it's like all right like i get that i understand that and i also fought one of like their teammates before so it was it was you know there's a whole new chemistry in there but i felt like personally speaking like i feel like i didn't overstep any boundaries you know i i anything that i did want to say at a certain time i would hold back and then i would talk to them after i said hey you know i i kind of saw this and this is my opinion but you are the captain right but i'm just gonna throw an opinion out there a suggestion and and that's it you know and, and, and I, I gotta assume i mean you're a respectful right guy brian i gotta assume that they would take that with uh knowing who you are and, and the fact that you have expertise and probably appreciate your uh, point of view and opinions on it. Yeah. But to me, to me, I guess it doesn't matter like who I am. It's, it's more like where I'm coming from and what I know. Right. And Oh, don't respect me. Like don't show me respect. Cause quote unquote, Brian Ortega, don't do that. You know, respect the fact of what I'm really doing right now. Like I'm just trying to help. That's true. Like it doesn't matter. Fuck who I am. It's, it's what I'm trying to do here. And I'm trying to help this girl. No, I think your attitude, your attitude is excellent because, you know, obviously you would have to think, I mean, here, Tracy's coming in or the trainers, you come in with her. They're probably wondering on their end, what's Brian going to be like? How much yeah. interference is he going to do in this? So your attitude and how you handled, I mean, personally, I think it's perfect looking at it from the outside in. Hey, real quick, I'm, I'm curious, Brian, how much coaching have you done? I mean, obviously, you're a, a top shelf mixed martial artist yourself. So you're the one that sort of commands the attention from the room when you're training and, and getting ready. But how often have you been this person where you play more of a support role for a, a fighter? Since I was 15 years old. He was a great coach. Like, and, and, and granted, like, he would also just throw in suggestions, but the times that he would, it was just little details that no one saw, you know, like he was amazing. And I, the reason it took me so long also is because I would wait until I'm like, let me see how he is after the sparring round. Let me see how he is during the sparring round. Let me see. And in between my rounds, he, all, he was just amazing. You know, he, he would throw his two cents in it. And then while the coaches are coming inside the cage, He'll step back, let them coach. It was like the teamwork without them, at least looking from the outside in between them as well, was just amazing. I was like, how can I not ask him? Right. That's yeah. awesome. You know, that combined, you got Brian in your corner um, coming out. You're walking out in your hometown, Phoenix, Arizona, and one of the biggest shows planned for the year, if not last year, if not the next year. I mean, how was that for you, Tracy, walking out in front of your hometown? Because when I said Phoenix, Arizona in my announcement, I overemphasized Phoenix, Arizona, as I would for any fighter in their hometown. And you got a pop. I mean, I never hear the audience when I'm announcing because I'm it concentrating on you. But I heard that pop, man. They pop for you big time. Uh, it was I don't I don't think I was even going to be on that card if it wasn't for my manager. I kid you not. He, they were pushing and he was bugging. And I was bugging and I was pushing. I was like, you have to get me on the card. How is no one from Arizona on that card? Like, I have to get on that card. And we pushed and we pushed and they finally threw me in there. And I didn't think I was going to get the love that I did. Oh, I, I, think, I, think, I think you sold all the tickets to the prelims, Tracy. My goodness, they were there in support. Yeah. I know. I just, I couldn't believe it, man. I was, it was still thinking about it i get like a little like adrenaline rush i'm still on cloud nine over it like 
that and something that I was telling him, I was like, dude, out of my dreams and goals, like I could mark that off now. Right. You know, and that's just it's a dope feeling. It's like, like I said, a dream come true for sure. Well, you had a solid fight with a very tough opponent in uh, Gatto. There's no question. Yeah. And um, I was very impressed watching you fight. I mean, TJ has had the pleasure of watching you fight in Invicta yeah. many times and announcing you in Invicta. And, uh, you know, your career is just, I mean, you're young. You've got so much ahead of you. So, like, you know, now that now that you, you won against Gatto, and I'm sure there's no talk at this time right away about the next fight out, but you're obviously unscathed. Came out of the fight, I assume, doing, doing well, ready to go again. So, usual question, which is asked by any interviewer you're going to do an interview with, is what do you think is your next go? What, what, who would you like? Has there been any talk? And are you the type of person that wants a few months off or you're like, let me get back in there? You know, how's your attitude on this? We were just talking about it this morning. Uh, I would love to have one more go sometime. Uh -huh. I'm in shape. I'm not injured. I'm healthy. Um, I would like to have one more go. But uh, that, uh, again, that's something that I'm going to talk to my manager and my team and see what, how we're going to go about it. Right. Right. Do you have any ideas what you would like? Hard though, you get, you know, people have to keep in mind that when I'm in camp, it's hard on him because it's, if he were to be in camp, it's like, holy, like, damn, he's going to be in camp in LA and I'm in camp here, you know? And yeah. so it has, it has to be like a give and take where we're, we're, we're still trying to figure it out where it's like, yeah. I don't want to jump in a, a camp while he's in camp prepping for his fight. And now, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to his fight because of my camp. And so we're really trying, we're finding a way to make it work still. How, how gotta, do you feel about being in the same card? Is that something that is like a no-go? That was my that next be, question. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We kind of, we kind of talked that? about it yeah, yesterday or last night. Yeah. Yeah. Last night I was like, dude, I go, cause she's like, she was telling me, she's like, baby, like I fuck, I'm ready. Like I really want to just fucking stay at it. And I was like, dude, you fucking should. And I was like, what if I push for us to be on the same card? You know, like, and we ask, because, you know, like, I'm trying to set some up soon here, you know? And it's like, all right, like, if you're ready, I'm ready. And then we started talking, and then we we're just like, but that means we would be away from each other for two months. And we're like, uh, like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> well, you're supposed to stay away from each other for a month before your fight anyway, so maybe that would help you. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's the old rumor, Bruce. Uh, that's I the old rumor. That's, that's you guys don't legend, have to answer that. That's urban legend. Tracy's <laughs> eyes just Tracy's <laughs> eyes just answered that question a million times. So no, that, don't even answer that question. Okay, it wasn't even a question. But I have an answer for you. Henner can open up a gym in Phoenix, or DeFranco yeah. can open up a gym in LA. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 Henner has a couple of CTCs over here. Actually, there's there's one that just opened up. Uh, Right off the freeway here, off the 101. And Indeed. talking stick. On talking stick. Um, uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu Scottsdale, you know? And it's like, oh. it's opened up. It's my new home uh, when I'm here because it's literally like right down the street from me. Right down the street. Like five could minutes. You, could you train there without Henner? Uh, no, I don't train anywhere without Henner. Yeah, you need Henner. Yeah, for but sure. I'm here with her, you know, it's like, that's my go to, you know, when I want to get some rolls in and everything. and you know, have some jujitsu fun only, no MMA, you know? So th th this raises a question. So I gather you two live together. Is that we can say, are you living together? So yeah. you're living together in Phoenix, not here. You're not here in LA anymore, Brian? Both, both. Uh, Back and forth? 
go back and forth, you know? We yeah. have to go back and forth. You can't go surfing in Phoenix. I so, know. Uh, we can go to the lake. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, can at the really? wave pool. At the wave uh, pool. Okay. All right. Maybe a little creek. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> a little creek. <laughs> That's paddleboarding, so, I think. Oh, so I do love the ocean. We do have a home here in LA or uh, in Arizona. Uh, Scottsdale, and then so we just got, got another one. So we just got we bought a home in LA. Yeah, and then we're buying this house here in Phoenix, like fi finishing it off, right? And uh, we have both places because she her camps are here and my camps are there, and she supports me over there and lives, and then I come over here and support her and live here as well. So I love that. Look at look at that, Bruce. Like that's sacrifice. Relationships are I, sacrifice. Oh, it, it's sacrifice. But what I'm seeing is the beautiful side of it is that you guys are establishing a wonderful base to your relationship. You're not married yet. And um, not, you know, whether you have plans for that or not, you can express that or not. And again, I'm going to do the introduction for you, your wedding reception. I'll, I'll send you the video, if not be there and do it in person. I'll I Love that. You're going to be there. <laughs> oh, you, you got it. No, you got it. Brian knows I'm there for him all the time. And I'm there for you too, Tracy. Please understand that. I will always be in your corner. But um, I'm just hearing this beautiful relationship. Okay, the fighting is one thing. We're yeah. all here to talk about fighting. But I'm all about life and love and, and you know, the pursuit of happiness. And it just makes me so happy to see you, you know, embracing each other on the show together, fighters together. This is like what they make movies about, but I mean, here you're buying houses together. You're laying this groundwork. It's, it's uh, congratulations guys. That's hey, awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, so cool. it's, it's hard because we get asked a lot, like, how are you guys going to do it? Are you going back and forth in LA? And it's like, it sounds worse than what it is, but we are going back and forth, you know, but in a way of like, when I'm not in camp, I'm in LA full time. Right. When I'm in camp, I'm, I'm here, I'm here in Arizona for, oh two, three months, whatever it is, and vice versa. He's with me when I'm in camp, if he's not in camp. And then it's just, it, it's not too bad. Um, they asked, what are, what am I going to do with the house here in Arizona? It's like, well, we're airbnb in it when I'm not here. So when I am back, I can just take it off the list and we can stay here. So right. it's, we've done, we've. We've talked yeah. way too much because honestly, me speaking, it's like I found I found someone that I can build with, you know, someone who's going to fucking help me out. Someone who's going to have my uh, someone if, if I'm down and out, she's going to fucking be there for me. And, then you know, like and I've seen it, you know, my last fight, I lost and fucking she walked down the fucking the, all, the all hallway with me with pride and fucking love. And I was like, damn, like, fuck, like, you know, and she was and, and out of I was in a hospital. And they didn't let no one back there. I got her back there, you know, and she was back there with me. Hey, uh, uh, I, I, I'll say I, it again. That's what they make movies out of. Okay. You guys I, are, you guys are like writing a movie daily in your lives. You just, you just picked out a scene. That's like something out of Rocky. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. How did, how did you guys meet? <laughs> uh oh, wow. This sounds interesting. Uh -oh. Okay. Go ahead. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, we first met in Texas. Yeah, physic like yeah, physically met in Texas. Yeah. Uh, what? what do you physically? Did you hit her up on on Twitter? Did you slide into her DMs, Brian? I I just followed her. Okay. <laughs> but he followed me back in the day where, like, when I was still in Invicta, I had like maybe like eleven thousand followers. I was like, wow. what are you doing? I, like, what are yeah. you doing following me? Like, you know, like. So all right. I, I knew this girl. I appreciate the support. I knew this girl named Mercedes who had who who made me feel real special when I fought 
Tiago Tavares back in 2015 in New Orleans. Um, and she made me feel real special. And that, and that night I won fight of the night for the first time in my life. And I was like, oh my God, she called it. She has this energy to her. And uh, so I followed her, you know, she, she's a married woman and she does great. She runs a, a school here with her, with her husband in, in Tucson. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and one day I was on her story and I saw her and I told her, Hey, who is this girl? I don't know why, but I was drawn to her. Right. I was like, hey, who's that girl? Like, just, but just, just, you know, joking about, hey, who's that girl? And she's like, oh, dude. She, and she told me, she's like, if you got to meet her, like, you would fall in love. Wow. But, but that stuck in my head. That's 2018. And I just followed her just because she said that, you know, like, let me, let me see this girl. Let me just yeah. look at her photos and, you know, like, you know, just, you know, a little thing, nothing, nothing crazy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, 20, and then next, you know, like, I'm seeing her on Instagram and I kind of see her every once in a while, you know, and, uh, and then one day I'm watching TV. I'm like, holy shit, that's that girl that I follow on Instagram. She's on Contender Series. What the fuck? I was like, that's her. And I was like, no way. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And next, you know, like I'm, I was in, uh, in Texas, yeah. February 8, 2020 in tech Houston, Texas. Uh, Reyes versus uh, John Jones. Jones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been there. I've been in Texas for a while now because I had like, you know, media and work with people and and uh, and I just went my manager had and my manager at the time had me go just to uh, network, show my face. You know what I mean? Like just to grow as a fighter. And well, uh, I was partying way too much. So by the time Saturday night hit, I was like, dude, I'm going to the hotel. Like, I can't, I can't do another night. Texas closes at five. Like, I'm used to things closing at two. So I've done like two nights at 5 a.m. I'm like, I'm done. I lay in bed and I'm like, fuck this, I got a party. Right? <laughs> and it's like, I call, I call my agent and I'm like, yo, dude, please tell me you're still up. He's like, yeah, I'm up, let's go. I go, fuck yeah, let's go. I go downstairs to, to the, to, I, I hit the elevator. And the second I leave, I get out. For the first time, I see her. Wow! And I'm like, oh my god, I don't. I, I didn't even say nothing. I was just like, holy shit! And she's fucking beautiful. That's, and a, that's she, a love at first sight uh, she, thing you're looked, saying right now. She looked at me and I was like, what? And then, you know, like gave her a kiss on the cheeks. You know, like like a greeting. And uh, I was like, hey, uh, what are you doing? Like, let, I'm going to the club. Want to come? You know, hang out and. She blew me off, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> and then next, you know, like I'm at the club, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of fucking lonely now. I'm like, "No." And then he me messaged off. me again on Instagram. It was like, "Hey, we're at this club. If you if you wanna come by, right?" And I had my friend with me. You had full bottle service too. I, yeah, I I had like a whole on table. I had people around, and it was like a. A little thing for me, right? At right. a club thing. We just had a table, bottle service. People were there, fans, whatever. And I told my friend, I go, hey, let's get out of here. It's just like, where do you want to go? Like, this is for you. Like, and I said, fuck it. Or excuse me. I was like, whatever. Let's get out of here. Uh, let's go to this party. All right. So I completely stopped drinking. I got some water, Uber to where he was at. Uh, danced all night. 
And then my flight was going to take off like at 7.15, 7.20 something. It's five in the, it's like four something in the morning, about to hit five. I was like, dude, I got to go. Right. After we danced all night. He's like, no, don't leave. I go, I got to go my flight. Like, I, I, and he goes, miss your flight. I go, no. I genuinely had a great time. Like, and then he convinced I, me to stay yeah. another 30 minutes. I go, all right, I'll stay 30 minutes. And we danced a little bit longer. And then finally, my friend's like, dude, we're going to miss our flight. I was like, hey, I got to go. And uh, we said our goodbyes. Said our goodbyes. In the club. In the club. It was Uber to the hotel, yeah. grabbed my stuff, and went straight to the airport. And I stayed there sad. I, I, I don't get to say this often, but you two are friggin' adorable. Like, this adorable. is adorable. Adorable. <laughs> totally adorable. I've never every called time, two fighters adorable in my life. But Well, it's every time I see you two and you've been together. How long have you been together now? Two years? Year and a half? Yeah. Over and a half. Yeah, and your your PDA, your affection towards each other, your obvious infatuation and love for each other. It just it just it, you exude it. You know, it, it just comes out. Hopefully, you're affecting everybody around you. You know, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing. It, like like you said, adorable. I think it's a perfect word. It's absolutely adorable. We have we ever had a couple on the show, TJ? No, it's the first time. Yeah, and as far as an MMA and and UFC. Well, it gets better. <laughs> what other? Oh, I want to. Well, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna stop. It gets better. Go. It gets it get, better. <laughs> that what? was it. I never saw her again. And then what? I thought Bobby. Really? Yeah, we never. I didn't we see. Never her. That was February. I didn't see her until October when I was ready to fight Korean Zombie. Yeah. Wait, wow. you didn't exchange numbers? Like you weren't texting? Like you never asked for it. <laughs> what? You never. Ryan, asked. what's wrong with you? Ryan, yeah. Uncle Bruce has got to talk to you. I don't think I need to give you tips, but my God, you got to get the number. Please. Put it this way. She got mad at me, dude, because I didn't never ask for a number. He never asked for my number. And so I never took him serious. I was like, whatever. And then it, we we hung out. And it, this is fast forward, right? I ended up getting his brother's number fat sooner. I got Chris's no, 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 number wait, first but, than yours. Yeah. No, but, and that was after we hung out and you know what I mean? Abu Dhabi. And, and but, but we met up again or we didn't meet up. It just happened to be that I fought the weekend before he fought zombie in Abu Dhabi. Right. So I, we're on the other side of the world. I had just fought. He's in quarantine. He texts me or messages me on Instagram like, hey, congratulations. And then we ended up meeting. Oh, yeah. And then she shot her shot. She was like, "Come give me a celebratory hug." And I was so like, "Give you what? Sorry." A celebratory hug. Oh, there you go. And I was like, fuck, dude, I'm in quarantine. And if I get caught sneaking out of this room, I might risk the fight. You would risk the fight. You know how bad it got over there, yeah. Oh, I risked the fight. I snuck out. Did you? Oh, can yeah. you talk about it now. I don't. Have you really yeah. revealed that, or are you revealing that now? We haven't revealed it. Well, now, yeah. It's, it's after <laughs> it's, the it's fact. It's time exclusive. Yeah, the statute of uh, the statute of quarantine limitations is up on that yeah. one. So you're fine. I snuck out to to like meet her, right? He's like, oh my god. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, fuck, dude, I can't believe I'm risking the fight just to give this girl a hug right now. I go, what the fuck am I doing? Could have been the most expensive hug of your life. If fuck that does, if dude, that doesn't tell I, your dedication and infatuation and love for for this beautiful girl, because remember, there was one fighter during our Abu Dhabi stays. He did sneak yeah. out, and he got his fight was over. I forget who it was. He got cut, I think. Yeah, got Dude, cut. Main event. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why am I doing this? Well, I know why, but still, you know? Yeah. And then I fucking 
I thought I was being slick. I go in the elevator. I'm like, meet me in floor two or whatever. The, I forgot my room key because the, the COVID protocols were crazy. And I got stuck in the elevator. You mean you couldn't get out? I couldn't get out. Oh, my God. It, Jesus. Button. I hit everything. I didn't have a card on me. Uh, I'm claustrophobic. So I started fucking panicking. Really? And I was like, dude, should I press the emergency call? But I was like, fuck, no. If I press I this, I'm going to get caught. I call my friend. I'm like, hey, bro, please get me out the elevator. I'm stuck. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, bro, you want me to risk getting caught and, not, and get out of the fight? I was like, you motherfucker. I was like, if I get caught, there is no fight. <laughs> he was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I was like, oh, you piece of shit. Stop Sorry. Are you, good? Then, you can uh, swear. It's fine. That's okay. He's, he's passed the swear quote already. Yeah, don't we're good. About it. Yeah. I was like, piece of shit. I was like, you're going to leave your own homie hanging? You know? And then uh, showing up, the elevator starts moving. I'm like, oh, my God, it's moving. I go, I got to play it cool. I start wiping my tears and shakes. You know, I thought someone's going to open it. You know, because I was crying in there, dude. Dana's going to be right there. Oh, doors open up. Dana White. Oh, the, 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 the elevator drops to floor two, and nothing happens. Not one opening. I'm, I'm trying to play it cool and hoping, like, Who's going to be on this other side of the door? And no one. It just stays there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude? Now I'm stuck on another floor. So I just said, fuck this. I put my hands in the door and I opened it. And it opened it. And I just, I, I, I went out. And then I was like, <gasps> like, trying to, like, trying to stay calm. Because I had, like, bad claustrophobia. You're, and, having, you're having, like, a panic attack. Yeah. yeah. And the second I, like, I... I walk around the elevator and she's sitting down right there. Oh my gosh, Jesus. And he's just like, hey, and you, you can tell he's trying to pick one. I'm like, oh my God. And I grabbed her and I fucking hugged her because I was like, oh, I need somebody right she now. He gave me the biggest hug and I was so confused. You, you had no idea, but obviously he told you what he just went through. Yeah. Yes, he didn't tell me. So I'm standing there and he's just hugging me like, oh my God. And I was like, well, thank you. <laughs> Uh, anyways and, fast forward and we are now yeah and then we uh we snuck out to the stairs because people like people kept walking by and then we hung out on the stairs in abu dhabi third floor yeah and uh and we just hung out there for a while just sitting down talking. just talking nothing like you know just talking yeah yeah wow. nice. and after that i was like dude like i'm in love with her i was wow. like fuck I was like, I'm in love with her. And, but then I was like, oh, she's in Arizona and I'm this. Like, well, it'll never work. But I'm like, dude, I fucking love it. Like, I don't know. There's something there. There's like, I'm not stupid. There is something there. And like, even when I said goodbye to her, like she was looking at me and I was like, and I, I know there's something. And I just gave her a kiss on the forehead. Like, hey, goodbye. Like, I'm going to respect you. This is my favorite story ever. I, I think it's beautiful. Like, Fast forward, it's like her car broke down. I knew a guy that helps fix Jeeps and I wanted to help her, not because like I was into her, but because like after that, I started following more of her story. And I was like, dude, she's, she deserves to fucking have a car to take her to A to B. You know, like she, like this girl has to work. She's got a mission and she's a good hearted person. And I want to help. Yeah. Right. It helped me. And I helped her with the car. And then I uh, had, had the car come to Arizona, get towed, brought back to California, had my friend uh, at Altering Garage fix everything up. Um, 
and then I was like, hey, your car's done whenever you want to come. Like, could, you know, like if you can pick it up, that's all. The only thing I asked is just take a hundred dollar flight just to come pick it up. And uh, she came and did work in Huntington Beach. And then after that, we just hung out. And then I invited her to go to Big Bear because I had a, like a boys trip with all my friends over there. And uh, she boys said, boys trip yeah. and bring the girl to the boys yeah, trip. I was Got just it. wondering <laughs> about that. And but then but the, you know like yeah yeah basically <laughs> and, keep in, and keep in mind I had my little niece with me. Oh wow! So, so I brought I had, my little brother. I had my little niece with me because I was I was I every, after every fight after every fight I promised her a trip. Oh, that's, that's nice. Great. Yeah. How, so old, we have, how old is your niece? She's eighteen now. Now she's eighteen, but at the time she was like after every fight she's just excited like oh my god where are we going now you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I said, hey, let's go to let's go to uh, California. Let's hang out by the beach, get a little beach house. And then he found the beach. Well, he didn't find the beach house. He 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 knew I was there, and he was literally going to go see me and my niece every day. And he was like, hey, do you guys want to go to Big Bear? And, and that's where I had my first kiss. Where actually? Yeah. Ah, outside or inside? Three twenty nine Street, Huntington Beach, California. I still remember the address. Wow. There you go. How, how sweet go. is this? Like, like, think about the buildup, just the first kiss. This is like a romance novel. This is my, this is a movie. My little brother was playing. My little brother was playing Cupid. He was he had he had the speaker and, and he was putting the songs. <laughs> I love it. And she well, obviously. It, it was yeah. definitely like. It is. It, uh, uh, it took a long time. Yeah, it took a long time. That's it. That, listen, you you built an incredible base, right? You're yeah. coming from a very strong base instead of just jumping into it right off the bat. Well, right. You know, let's be honest. Most of these stories end in Texas at the club when you miss the flight or, or barely make the flight. You know what I mean? Like the fact yeah. that it's gone on this long. Uh, well, I, you guys are good. Had something happened in Texas. I go, I would not have respected you, nor would I have ever even talked to you again. Yeah. Right. I'd straight up, you know, like playboy life, you know? Yeah. I go, but the fact that I saw that you're different, then I... Oh, time after time, I knew that you were different. It was like, even me, like, I started respecting her. It was like, damn, like, she's not like the others. No, there is something to be said about that. I, I'm i like, with you. Fuck who you are. She don't give a fuck what you do. She's like, she's like, and it made me, it, it made me value her and respect her. And it made me change. Good. That changes all for the positive. It's obvious just the way you two are coming across. You know, you talk about the long distance relationship, Phoenix and LA. At least it's not New York and LA. It's not that bad. It's like a 50 minute flight. It's nothing. Yeah, it's a 50 minute flight. It's just the interruption of the flight, but all well, good. After, yeah, yeah, after after Big Bear, we connected and I had one of the most amazing times in my life there with her. Like just we took the Jeep off-roading in the middle of the night. Like I let her borrow the car and like she took it down like a fucking road that wasn't even a road and um, like I was afraid I was like these, this, this girl's gonna break the car. Rocks were so big, huge, and I was like, dude, I can't do it through here. And it was like two in the morning. He goes, just do it. I go, what if it breaks? He goes, it's okay. I was like, what? Dude, <laughs> didn't care. I was bro. like, you're crazy, but all right. <laughs> Wait, you're off roading in Big Bear in the middle of the night? Yes. Yeah, we're bored. And you guys then are crazy. And then what well, we have, like, we have my friend, Arion, we have my brother, we have her niece, like, it, it's a car full of us, you know, and it's in the middle of the night, and we go off-roading, and next, you know, like, we park the car, and we start having snowball fights, and <laughs> it, was, it was by far one of the just the most 
dopest and, nights yeah. I've had. And then we go off-roading and I turn all the lights off and we're on top of the mountain and it's just nothing but stars. And then I grab a flashlight and you can see like the flashlight almost like, it, it looks like it's reaching the stars. And it was yeah. like, I, I gave it to them. I'm like, here, man, pick your stars, you know, like yeah. talk to your stars, you know, like, and, and I just kind of sat there and I watched her and her niece and I was like, damn, like, this is beautiful. And it sounds uh, beautiful. Yeah, it was cool. It was, a, it was just for the, the record. Th I'm going to cheer for you two forever now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, and, this and is when an it, amazing story. And when it was over, like it was like we almost were like wanting to cry when we say goodbye. And I'm over here like, you know, like Playboy Brian, like, what the fuck, bro? What are you doing right now? Like this shit, you know, like, my, you know, like, like old me talking to me. I'm like, bro, don't be a fucking pussy, bro. Like, come on. And I'm like, no, nah, man, <laughs> no, this is real. Brian, you're growing up. Come on. You and I have partied together a couple of times. Yeah. You know, I, I, I understand what you mean by the Playboy lifestyle and everything. And I, to me, this is a, a beautiful maturity level that everybody should hopefully aspire to in life. And you're there, you know, then, yeah. you're there. I love it. And See, I told you, prom king and queen. Yep. Prom king and queen. Here in Arizona. I was like, hey, I go. Oh, he came literally right after the following weekend. Wow. How long Which, before he met your parents? Um, I, when did I meet your parents? Vegas. You met my, no. No. Fuck, I don't even know. But you did. I mean, you obviously get each other's parents. Everybody's getting along. It's all copacetic. Yeah, he met. It took a while for him to meet my brothers just because I was like, I don't know yet, you know? She literally uh, said, I don't want to bring you around my family because, and, and, I, and, I, and I value this, right? She said, I don't want to be a girl who shows men constantly to her brothers. Mm -hmm. so, so if this is, if this is not a fucking for sure thing, you're not even worth seeing my family. You're not, you don't, you don't meet that criteria or, you know, like, to fucking, you know, you don't, you won't have that honor. Wow. I respect that. That's good, Tracy. Not that fucking dope. And I was like, yeah. but I'm for real. So I'm gonna fucking meet them when they watch. How much did that motivate you, Brian? I, I assume you almost took that as a challenge. No, really. I already knew. Okay. Like I knew how I felt. I knew what I was gonna like. I knew like it, this. This girl's in my life. Yeah, it was just one of those things where it's like, it's okay, like, time will tell. Like I'm gonna show you. Time and will I tell. can't. I can't wait for you to see that I was right and that I meant everything that I said that I felt. So we've, we've talked about this beautiful buildup, call it the past and the present. Wow. What's your plans for the next three years? I mean, is there, I have to ask you, are, do you guys talk about marriage? Is that something, or is it, does it just like, let's just build our relationship and that sheepskin doesn't need to be on the wall right now. I mean, how do you see it? She ain't going nowhere. And I ain't going nowhere. That I got. I got that. I think and, that's good enough. Watch, you don't know, get that by now. I don't know who will. That's no, and, and what we talk about is more like how we're gonna do things now. You know? Yeah. Right. How how are we gonna build? Right. I, like me and you, we're like, it's me and you. Yeah. How we're like that, start building now? I go. I, I want a partner to fucking build a future with. And she said the same thing. And in in that aspect in our lives, we're very like minded. We're, we're hustlers. We're ambitious. We want more out of life. Uh, our backgrounds are very similar. Are going through what we get, went through as kids and, and, and everything kind of like 
it was so crazy because we were talking to uh, Gina Carano and Kevin Ross and she looked at me and she looked at her and she was like, Brian, you met another you. And I was like, I looked Gina, at her. Gina said that? Yeah. Oh, cool. And I was like, shit, you're right, dude. Like, this is another me. Like, no wonder, no wonder it's so easy. As it should be. It should be effortless. And, yeah. and everything is easy. Like, I, I catch myself fucking hanging out there and I'm like, dude, why the fuck is this so easy? Because it's meant to be. Yeah. Because it is. Because of all the trials, tribulations, happiness, and whatever you both have been through in your life with past people you've been with or dated or whatever. Yeah. If it's easy, why argue? I mean, you know, that's great. I mean, when you argue, everybody argues from time to time, but you know, you just communicate. Communication's key to everything. Communication. And and I learned how to speak her language and she learned how to speak my language. And and like I said, now we just and something that I told them is building. like like I know as time goes by, we're going to grow. Um, I won't be the same person I am today here in three, four, five years. Right. You know, and I said, I just hope you grow with me and, and we grow together and we evolve. And if you ever catch me falling off track, you, you guide me back, you know, and vice versa. So we're, we're, we're both like very like-minded. Right. Wow. And That's a really mature mindset. No, it's a beautiful mindset. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's, that's a team. That's a team right there. We're brutally honest with each other. So, well, you know, you know, yeah, that's so important. Okay. Obviously honesty is key in everything. You never want to lose that circle of trust with your mate, even on the smallest little note, because once that's lost, it's just going to get worse. You know, yeah. thank you from you Bruce. Know. He's never been married, but almost divorced twice. Never married, almost divorced twice, but a lot of experience. <laughs> I don't pretend to be an expert on marriage. You know, sometimes the best advice you can give somebody is when you're sitting on the outside looking in. Like yeah, psychologists and psychiatrists. Yep. But those psychologists, psychiatrists go through the same crap that everybody else goes through and they don't listen to their own advice, you know? Yeah. Hey, what I would say, and I'm not trying to offer advice here, but the way that you guys talk about your relationship and just how natural everything is, like, just don't change. Just be you guys because, man, it sounds like it's working phenomenally. Just keep and it real. And that's what we said. I go, hey, like, this is dope. I go, now we just have to build a strong foundation now because people are going to want to tear down things like that, you know, like oh, people, yep. medias and this yeah. and whatever. I go, it's just, I go, it's our job to remind ourselves who you are, who we are and to, to like, just. And I'll tell you what, man, the, the trolls on social media, like me and him are very, well, before, before we even started talking about going public, I was like, dude, I'm a private person. Mm. Like, Extremely private. No one can talk about my life unless I speak about it. Right. You know what I'm doing. And I told him I do want privacy in, in the relationship, meaning I don't want to put too much out there only because the trolls, like if people, people just, you get that energy thrown at you and people just trying to tear you down. Eventually, if you don't have a good foundation, I do think it will be good, you know? We, so me and him do we what we put out there is like very should we do this hey are you okay if i post this are you okay are we on the same page is this too much yeah it's too much no it's not post you know uh just because the little that we do post i mean the the, the things we get on social by pe by just fucking losers i'm like god like how do people have time it's funny it's how that works right they, they, they yeah. literally look for some reaction from you to find some sort of 
I don't want to say it's happiness, but some sort of like feeling it, it's, it's an odd uh, thing. No, yeah. they get a reaction out of you. They feel like they're winning and at the same thing. It's very standard in life, but people love you on the way up and then they can't wait to tear you down when you get yeah. up there. You know, yeah. it's just the nature of the beast. You got to have a thick skin, sticks and stones, you know, won't yeah. break my bones. Words don't bother me. You know, that whole scenario. And also too, you know, you talk about the UFC and like fighting on the same card. Pitch it to the UFC and say, listen, it's not just about us fighting, but you've got a power couple here that are very serious in love with each other. And we'll give you some great publicity leading up to this fight because media will want to publish the fact or write about the fact that two of the fighters in the upcoming show, you know, however, it's main event prelims, whatever. But the fact that you're a power couple, you're an MMA power couple, that's a publicity ploy. I mean, if I was a PR person, which I am in my businesses, I grab onto that. I make that work to sell some pay-per-view buys, you know? Or, yeah. or people to tune in. Like I said, this, I'm cheering for him forever, Buff. Thank you. Interview that we get asked to do together, and we're like, oh hell yeah, let's do it. And and yeah. I, I told her I was like, Bruce is dope as fuck. Yeah. And that and it was like a very easy yes. Yeah. He talks very highly of you. Oh, oh, thank you, Brian. Thank you so I, much, brother. I, appreciate it. Dude, dude, I was yeah. like, uh, if had it been someone else, I'd be like, no, I'm not doing it. Because I know they're going to try to ask questions to get us to kind of, you know, and you know how it is. Yeah, I know. I know. And I, I told her, I said, hey, like, we have to actually, from now on, like, I'm going to draw, like, we're drawing our, 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 Boundaries. our boundary. Boundaries. And it's yeah. like, any media who wants to ask something stupid, like, hey, thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Like, exactly. We're not going to let it, like, we're not going to let you do that. To us. Uh, yeah. To us, you know. And it's like, yeah. And then. I'm, I'm so happy we ran into you because it's like Bruce is the shit. Like, fuck yeah. Because I've been wanting to show her off and her, you know, like, and I've been wanting to talk about us, but it's like, I don't trust no one to do that with. And it's like, I do to Bruce, like, fuck, Bruce is the shit. Brian, thank you. I'm honored by your words. I really appreciate that very much. And it's such a pleasure having you on. And, you know, we're not even talking. We usually we talk a half hour of news. I mean, this has been kind of like not the dating game, but just like the reality game. I love this whole thing. And I'm going to get tears in my eyes, whether your words, Brian, thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, you're, we've been friends for quite a while now and um, you're, you're, you're cool as cool can be. And, and it's going to be a pleasure watching the two of you grow together in your relationship. You know, I'm going to be around for a long time and you're going to be around for a much longer, long time. But part of my pleasure is going to be watching the two of you grow. This is beautiful. This is so cool. The fights in the mini event. Yeah. Reed Reed caught us doing you. Like what? uh Reed from the UFC. Reed Harris, yeah. Yeah. So when you were announcing the main event, we're yeah. like we're like live yeah. from the <laughs> and we're like from Phoenix, Arizona. And we're like in our own little stupid bubble. We're like, like <laughs> we're both we're like doing that. And, we're, and they just come up to us and they're like, and Reed goes shit. like, I saw that. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, oh thanks, wow. bro. <laughs> you know what an honor it is for me to hear you both say that sincerely, that I can have that kind of an effect on you after all these years. That's just made my day. My day is done now. I'm made. That's, <laughs> bro, That's awesome. Thank you. Thank fun. you. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're going to, is there anything you want to promote or push or anything? Cause we're going to have to sign off here in a few minutes. Anything happening you want to promote? Any products? Any anything you got going? Thank, thank you guys for having us. Yeah. Yeah. It's our pleasure. Brian, you, you have a fight coming up in July? That's what it is. Yeah, we there you go. Love. yeah so Brian, then, you're fighting uh, Yair Rodriguez in July. Is that true? Uh, there's some things popped up in there, and I, I saw them, and 
I gotta go to to, to Tiki and management and, and be see like, well, see see what it's about. You know, people always say things and then who knows? But yeah, I mean, if it's true and we do make that happen, uh, it'd be dope. You know, be an exciting fight. Yeah. So yeah, no question. Now it's like let's let's figure out if paperwork confirms that or if it was just uh, people trying to get a rise or trying to you know mix Click up clickbait. Yeah. Man, I don't even want to talk about MMA anymore. I just feel like I'm on cloud nine just talking to you guys about love. Like, I feel like I need to go buy my wife a dozen roses right now. I think Bro, you should. You, I buy her roses every Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, really, that's Brian? Awesome. Oh, that's so cool. I'm gushing right now. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to let my wife uh, listen to this uh, episode because she's going to realize that I don't treat her as well as Brian Ortega okay. treats Tracy Cortez. That yeah. was only in training camp. Only though. in training camp. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So I'll oh, tell my wife, if, you get, okay. if you're, in, gotcha. you're in training camp, I'll get you flowers. But. There you go. Oh, I, because, like, I go, I'm he'll proud bring, of you. He'll bring them in. And I was like, what are these for? Like, you, you didn't have to. And he goes, congratulations. You got through another hard week. I was like. Nice. Hey. Classy, yeah. Brian. That's a classy move, my friend. I'm just in love. You better keep that energy here in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> you're setting a high bar, Brian. Be careful. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you one thing, man, you know, Brian, the pressure. No, you know, Brian, you're such a handsome guy. And Tracy, you're so beautiful. My God, when you guys have children, if you have children, whatever, we're going to have the, the DNA that both you carry and everything else. Holy jeez. <laughs> I'll make sure she gets five kids up. Oh, it sounds like it. That's not a challenge. It sounds like a promise. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to ask her. She's the one that's got to make that decision. Oh, I think, I think no, she has the final I, okay on that one. I want. I personally want to be coming too. I would love that. Beautiful. In your future. We'll see. Guys, this has been such a pleasure. Such a pleasure having you on. Sincerely, I could sit here and talk to you for another half hour. I'm sorry, we're a little on, under some time constraints. But, um, we love. Again, love thank it. you. Much love to you and much respect to you. You make a beautiful couple. It's always great to see you. And um, you know, Brian, just keep up the great work. I know Tiki. I've known him for years. He'll make the right decisions for you and always take care of you, as I know he will. Tracy, you've got a long, long career ahead of you guys, ahead of you, ahead of both of you. Um, you're both so young, and the world is your oyster. Man, grab it. Make the right decisions. Be yeah. good poker players. Take the time to think them out. Don't make quick emotional decisions. Sit back and make the right decisions. And the future is absolutely golden for both of you. Not just in the money you're going to make and the careers you're going to make, but in the love and the life you're going to share together. Yeah. And for that, I wish you all the best. And I wish you all the best as you walk down the aisle of love forever. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Guys. Thank you. Right. See you Thank guys. you, Brian. Thank you, Tracy. You take care. Okay. I'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 We're clear with them. Wow. I'm wow. serious, Bruce. They, uh, it changed my whole mindset today. Like, uh, I, I feel like I should, uh, like I said, buy my wife a dozen roses and maybe watch a romantic comedy or something. Yeah, I think you should. You, think you should have a romantic night. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. It's like, how can you not think that way after that? <laughs> that was... story, though, Buff, about uh, the quarantine and, and running out for a celebratory hug. Like, I, I mean, I don't advise that, but that that's a pretty, you know, solid point of evidence that, you know, love will make you do some crazy things. Yeah, and then you think the fact that they didn't see each other again for like another six or eight months. Right. Yeah. And they, they didn't. He didn't even. And I know Brian. You know, he didn't even kiss her. 
that night. I mean, just the, which is great. I think it's wonderful. That's a beautiful bass. Well, you like could I tell said. there was something there, or he could tell that there was something there much more than uh, just, uh, you know, happenstance, uh, you know, th- yeah. that's great. Like to, to identify that uh, when you, I mean, again, like Brian Ortega and, and Tracy for that matter too, very young, uh, good looking people that could go do whatever they want to for however long they want to with however many people they Without want to, but, but to identify that and be like, you know what, let's take this slow. Let's do this the right way. Uh, more people, more often than not, people don't do, do it that way. I agree. I agree. I think that was good. I think our listeners, you know, it's, it's definitely a more calmer, cooler show than we've had. Cause we're always ranting and raving like crazy, but this yeah. is just raving. This isn't ranting. This is, this is awesome. Yeah, no, it's cool. On the note. Anyway, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Tracy. I wish this beautiful couple all the best. Sincerely. It's just so, um, like, like I said, we're going to be cheering for him forever. It, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's hard not to, I mean, you know, I know who you are. You're a romantic. I like yeah. to think myself as a romantic. It's hard not to fall in love with people that are in love with one another and you can sort of root for them. How can you not root for them? Yeah. Right? And we're going to have them on again here in six or 12 months. We're going to root for them again or before the fight when they both fight on the same card. I do think it's a, I do think it's a great publicity play on the oh, UFC yeah. added with everything else to have them both on the card. It's not just like they're dating. Right. These people are very obvious in a very serious relationship, building a life together. I would make the, I'd make a huge thing out of that. Oh yeah. No, that would, I mean, and that's the thing too, not that this is a publicity stunt by any means, but Brian Ortega, you know, being with, with Tracy is making a star of Tracy and getting more eyeballs on Tracy. And I know that's just a byproduct of their relationship, but you know, as you know, better than anybody, when you are in business, you know, always have to be business minded. You need to try to make the most of that and embrace it. Yeah. And that's not taking anything away from their love for each other. So. And, this and has been Tracy's got a show. great story. I, I yeah. you know, uh, got to know her a little bit at Invicta and uh, to see her progress for the UFC the way she has. Uh, she's a very hard worker and someone that is very dedicated to this game. And uh, to see her shine in her hometown of Phoenix was uh, pretty special. Yeah, very special for me to announce him. I love that story about the It's Time and Reed Harris. That's cute. That, 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 that Everybody that. does it, though, Bruce. Everybody does it. Thanks, TJ. I appreciate it. Yeah, you I were there live it. Saturday night. You were in the arena, weren't you? I, yeah, I was. And, uh, you know, I, I personally uh, enjoyed the Rosanami Yunus and Carlos Barza fight. I thought there was uh, a lot of tactical things to break down. But I'm, a, I'm an MMA nerd. I understand why maybe people don't I understand like it. where you're coming from, and but I understand exactly. Bruce, the way that you spun it, you got the, the mood and the momentum back into the, the crowd inside uh, the Footprint Center, it was pretty amazing. And it was exciting for me to see the effect that you have on everyone to get them for maybe a down moment as far as action is concerned, but to get them right where they need to be for a phenomenal main event. Thanks, TJ. Well, that's, the, you know, that is the responsibility of an announcer, you know, right. and that's, that's part of the thing. You have to people bring people back into the fight. It's kind of like when I'm going through the, the judges are this and the commission is this with all respect to all those people, right? the air just goes out of the arena. That's why Michael created, let's get ready to rumble. That's why I did the whole thing with this time. And then when I made the announcement of the winner of this, of the Esparza Nami Yunus fight, you know, I wanted to bring some of that excitement back. So thank you for recognizing that. You know, another thing that happened uh, last Sunday, would you believe is the 25 year anniversary of that ultimate fighting champion friends episode that John McCarthy, Tank Abbott and I with John Favreau and the friends crew were on 25 25 years. years. Wow. That's That's unbelievable. I actually just watched that not long ago. Uh, I think it was Play on it all the time. Yeah, uh, well, I get they, it. They, they have a they have the archive up. I think it's on Peacock, one of the streaming services. And uh, I, I checked that one out because I hadn't seen it since it first aired. Yeah. You know, I still get uh, standard either get a fifty four dollar or one hundred four dollar residual check every month. 
That's crazy. The last 25 years. I Good was for you. No, yeah, just going to show you how popular the show is. It's crazy. But I think, didn't you really sort of lock yourself in to being the announcer from that as well? Because, I mean, you were pretty recognizable in that uh, that that episode. It'd be hard for them to ever switch directions from that point on. Well, real quick before I sign off, because I just did an interview with USA Today, who was asking me the same question because they're talking about the show. Um, that was on the set on the rehearsal day, Tuesday, before we filmed on Wednesday, that I met with Robert Meyerowitz, the owner okay, yeah. at the time. Yep. And I said, Robert, I've been after this job for a year and a half. I've done two shows. They've called me into co-star in the biggest comedy as myself. Um, you're getting the most publicity you've ever received. I feel like a girl waiting to be asked to the prom and I'm not getting asked. Right. And I'm going to ask you one more time. I need to be the announcer, the Octagon announcer. I need to grow as the announcer, perfect my craft, and I will help you build this brand with all the media contacts I have and everything that I can bring to the table, which, as you know, I did my own part right. as much as I could. Of course. Never asked for a dime for anything I ever did. Um, went far beyond the role of being an announcer. And that was the best poker hand I ever played because that's where he agreed that I would announce every show from that point forward. It's, I, used, uh, I used the Friends episode as a, a, a powerful piece of fodder to play that poker hand. Hey, Those were my chips. When you got uh, a good card, a uh, good hand of cards like that, and you're, you're strong and confident and you know how to play it, play it. You did, and... Uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. 25 years and, and look, yeah. at, look at where the UFC is. Look at where you are. And it's amazing. I mean, you've got to be the longest running, you know, staple personality of the UFC by far. I don't think anybody else is 26 years or more like I am. No, absolutely not. And yeah, uh, yeah no, it's it's great to see where you're still taking it as well, because I, I think uh, you better than anybody know that you always got to be building your brand and, and evolving your brand. And I'm telling you, Buff. 25, 30 years from now, if, if you're still not on this planet, we're going to have a hologram of you in the octagon, you know, announcing the UFC heavyweight champion. Well, thank you for that. And they better make that a hologram because I'm good for another 10 years at least. So we'll there see we what go. happens. But that that day, you know, I peeled back pocket aces. I played that hand and the hand worked out great. And uh, here we are. So with that, let's time to sign off a couple little notes here. Mike Tyson's not going to be face criminal charges for. I saw that. I was happy to see that too. I was happy he to was see clearly, that. I mean, we talked about trolls with Brian and Tracy, like that dude was a troll. No, that's troll. And then uh, Dave Chappelle actually wants the DA to change his decision and, and charge felony charges against the attacker, which I cannot understand for the life of me, why he is not being charged with a felony for attacking Dave Chappelle on stage. And well, you need other... to do that to make a statement so other people don't do it in the future. It's got to stop. It's starting. This is something that happened with the with the Will Smith incident. It's yep. growing and it's got to stop. Something's got to be well, a show of force here. It's how about that? Stop. That young lady in Phoenix that decided to try to jump into the octagon. Like, what was she doing? I was in the octagon, I guess, at that point. I didn't see that, but you know what? She she got peeled off that that uh, deck of the octagon, however she landed. And you know what? So be it. I mean, I, I hate to say that I'm, like, rooting for injury because I'm not rooting for injury. Oh, I don't no, want no, her to no, suffer no, no. injury. But, this... but, like, that's what you get when you invade the space like that. If you run onto the field or you do it, they have no idea if you're armed. They have no idea what sort of threat that you possess. And, you know, obviously she you know just really possessed a high blood alcohol level and probably not much more than that but the bottom line is you you know make a statement as a security guard to take care of that with force so you prevent the next person from doing it because while it worked out this time if it continues to happen you're just playing with fire you don't know what the next person might do or uh, attempt to or do. how badly they could be suffer the repercussions of their move and again if this is social media filming this for instagram or whatever right get, get the frig out of here yeah you? no there's no tolerance for that no tolerance so 
A couple other quickies. Um, did you remember that this guy, a passenger, a, a, air, a, a, a pilot, lost consciousness on a plane? What? Right? Air, uh, like a, a commuter? Uh, like a jetliner? Um, yeah, on a jetliner. Okay. Right? They were landing at Palm Beach International Airport. Okay. Right? The pilot became incoherent. He has no idea how to fly the airplane. Uh, Was there a co-pilot? Nope. Uh, not that anybody could fly. A passenger landed the plane. What? A passenger landed the plane safely. I've never, ever heard of a commercial airliner without a co-pilot. I'm reading this, and I can't tell you if there was a co-pilot or not, but basically, oh, here it is. It was a single-engine Cessna 208. Okay, Okay, so it's private. So there's one pilot, right? right? So he had a problem. The passenger came on, and whether they talked him through or not, the passenger landed the plane. Whoa. Yeah. um, So I play around with the flight simulators a little bit. Uh, Not easy. No, not at all. Um, But I, I just, you know... I could never imagine being in that situation, Bruce. Like I can't either, but at least it landed safely. Um, TJ, on that note, I've got a training session for a couple hours. I'm late for. I got to get into it. You go do gotta it. Got to get in shape for Saturday night, babe. Yeah. Uh, real quick, check out my show on UFC Fight Pass. It's called Extra Rounds. We're usually live midweek on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page, but you can check it out anytime over on UFC Fight Pass. Fantastic. All right, everybody. Uh, UFC 274. Um, wow, the kick. We all know about the kick. Uh, Gaethje. And Oliveira, champion or not, Oliveira is a force to be reckoned with. This is one of the most amazing, perfectly rounded mixed martial artists I've ever seen in, in 26 years of announcing in the octagon. He's a champion in my eyes. I understand He's a that champion in, in, in my this eyes way, too. There, I think there's some protocol that these athletic commissions need to look at. Uh, I don't know necessarily uh, if we should be using those uh, old timey scales. Uh, you know, when when you're working with you know point you know point one, point two, point three, or you know point five pounds. Uh, a lot hinges on that. Let's just go to do a digital scale. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I don't know. Sometimes if I was weighing him and I saw that half a pound, realizing all involved, I might have, I, I might have let the half a pound go. But I'm not the guy that weighs him, so don't ever have right. any way. I mean, I think he had a, he, he, we had a stickler. You know what I mean? We had a stickler, and uh, it's, it's it what seemed, it is. There were a lot of people that were 0.5 off. It just wasn't championship weight they were trying to make. So yeah, make of exactly. that what you will. But I think uh, you know this is a sport still that's in its infancy in a lot of ways. Bruce, we're growing, evolving, and changing, and this is probably one of the next things that will evolve with uh, the regulation of the sport. Yeah, and you know it is what it is, and I don't think your rules should be changed. Your championship fight, you need to make weight. That's just the name of the game. TJ, apologize. Got to run. Got to train. Go do your thing. Go do your thing. Do my thing. Tell everyone to be a, a role model of their sphere of influence. Well, after we just had the uh, the couple role model of love and life on the show, I will say again, everybody, set your goals, write them down. Make sure you get full knowledge of everything you want to do in life. So when you set on that path, you're the best you can be and performing at the best you can be because then you're winning. Whether you're champion, number one, number two, or number 10, just be the best you can be. Gain the respect of everybody around you and be a role model for your sphere of influence. With that being said, big cheers and no fears forever. Buffer out. TJ, you take care. I'll see you next week. What a show. I feel like falling in love right now. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch (laughs) out.